Every year, fans of comic books, anime, entertainment, and superhero content in general come together to attend one of the biggest conventions in the country, New York Comic Con. Welcome to the Observer Off the Record podcast with your hosts, Christian Madlanske and contributing hosts, Brianna Doucette and Kat Ojero. This weekend, we are planning to go to the convention and we're all really excited to go. So thanks guys for coming on the episode as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, so... <laughs> Okay, so first question are that I guess we can talk about is what are you looking forward to the most at the convention? Um, I'm really looking forward to going to Artist Alley. I think it'll be really cool to just explore. There aren't a lot of specific people that I want to like visit their panels, but um, or their stalls. But I found like when I was looking through the Comic Con app, a bunch of ones that had like merch for fandoms that I like, and there are several like comic book artists that are going to be there, and I think that'll be cool. I will openly admit I've looked through who's going to be there less. I'm very much so just a walk in and see what's happening. Although we are both going to the Winchester's panel's first episode screening on Sunday. And I think that I never managed to actually finish Supernatural. But I think that's going to be really interesting to see. Plus Jensen Ackle will be there. So I'll fully admit that I got through very little of Supernatural, but I think Jensen Ackles is great. So very happy about going to the panel. Yeah, Supernatural is amazing. You got you got to get back on that. I oh, I'm st- I, I shouldn't be talking because I stopped at um season twelve. So you can absolutely talk. I stopped at season three. You're good. <laughs> I made it to season five and. Quite frankly, that should have been the ending. The <laughs> actual ending. Oh my god. I agree. <laughs> Season five is literally like it literally could have stopped right there. Like it had a perfect ending, and they just had to like add in that little like post credit thing for season six. I'm like, why? <sighs> Anyways, what I'm looking forward to the most at the convention. So there's a couple of things. Uh, we're gonna talk about this later too. Number one, I guess, is the cosplays. I can't wait to see like how like how creative people got for Comic Con because I remember like throughout the years, like I saw for example like. like a replicated like iron man suit and it has like the person is able to like open and close the mask kind of like the movies and stuff so it's like really awesome to see that also i know marvel is going to be there they have their own booth and everything so i kind of want to check out what they have and then third i am meeting oscar isaac tomorrow bought a ticket for an autograph so i'll be meeting him and hopefully talking to him for a bit yeah just like going around the convention that's also what I'm really excited about. Are you planning to cosplay? Yes, I am. So I am planning to cosplay as a Spider-Man slash Todoroki combination. So like for our viewers, like to be specific about it, I'm wearing like a Spider-Man t-shirt. I have a mask as well, but over it is going to be like the, the suit that Todoroki wears throughout the show. So it's kind of like a blend. I definitely want to see pictures of that. I think that's going to be awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, God. I'm really excited to see it. For my cosplay, I'm going to go with Bakugo from My Hero Academia, although I'm skipping the gauntlets and probably will not be wearing a blonde wig. I'm cosplaying Rogue, but specifically Rogue from X-Men Evolution, which makes my life easier because I just kind of look like that. That's sick. So you have like the the green like outfit and stuff? Or is it more uh, like, the, like the, the casual look? Like where's The casual look. Um, gotcha. Putting together a super suit was a little stressful so yeah so cosplay is so super excited i'm excited to wear it because i want to see how it looks um (laughs) but yeah so which fandoms are you a part of oh that's that's a list that's that's a lot of things i'm gonna that's all keep it short and talk about the main ones so i also really like my hero academia i also like the spy family anime a lot I'm a big fan of DC Comics. I'm going to try 
and go to one of their panels. Um, and I really like Pokemon. I love playing the Pokemon games. I also obviously am into My Hero Academia. Um, and then another big draw for me is Star Wars. I'm actually going to try to be going to their Star Wars publishing panel, which is just talking about the future stuff that will be published in like book form, which will be really interesting. Other than that, I am a massive One Piece fan, so I'm definitely looking forward to the things I'll see for that. And I like a lot of the older 90s anime, like Sailor Moon and Yu Yu Hakusho. So seeing if there'll be anything for that there as well. Obviously, though, like Kat said, there's plenty of others. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to see like what a lot of the fandoms are going to do. The fandoms I'm a part of, I mentioned it before, Marvel. <laughs> That's my big one. Uh, DC as well. I really hope DC has like a presence there too. Because I remember throughout the years, like they always had like something at Comic-Con. Even if it wasn't that big, like they still promote like their films or their content. So like, I feel like for the comics, I think it's going to be like, I have like a really high presence there. Also a really big My Hero Academia fan. I know that's going to be huge because I know they have a panel, <laughs> the damn going. And the cat, like the voice actor for Deku is going to be there too. So it's definitely going to have a huge presence there. And I can't wait to see like what they have in store. I think you mentioned this before, but you said you're planning to go to like certain panels, meet celebrities, writers, and pretty much all of that. Do you mind to like elaborate on that a little bit more? Uh, sure. So there's supposed to be a like DC Gotham City panel. I'm not really sure what it's going to entail, but I'm very eager to find out. I wasn't overly familiar with any of the artists that are supposed to be there on Artist Alley in, on Sunday. But I know one of them like worked on the Miles Morales like Spider-Man comics and there were several like DC artists as well. Um, and then there's also like some panels on like sustainably cosplaying, which sounded really cool or like being more inclusive in cosplay for people with disabilities. If we have the time, I'd like to look at those. Yeah, those sound really interesting, like the cosplay ones do. I, as I mentioned earlier, the Star Wars publishing one, I again, it didn't specify exactly what was being talked about other than it's what's coming soon. My guess is though most of it's the High Republic stuff, which I've seen some of the stuff for. I haven't read any of it yet, but it looks really interesting to me because, you know, that's an era that obviously hasn't really been explored prior to this. Other than that, as I mentioned earlier, I haven't really looked at who's there. Unlike Artist Alley, I more was just going to wander and if I see things I like, stop. No, honestly, like I feel like wandering around like Comic-Con and stuff and like just like being surprised of like what's in store is like always the best. There's so much, so many things to do there. It's going to be awesome. I'm um, definitely happy to like wander, but I've also been looking for stuff that I know Brianna will like to do. Yeah. Um, just because I don't want to miss out on anything that we would like be sad to miss. There are lots of things that would be fun to do if we have time, but there are like things that are very big and important. We went to go pick up our passes today from Will Call and um, they had this giant one piece banner that Brianna was very excited about. And our passes have Deku on them, which is also fun. So last question, uh, what type of merch are you hoping to find at Comic-Con? I of course want to find stuff for like specific fandoms, but I think for the most part, I really like getting like stickers and like pins and badges for things. I don't really like getting like a lot of like clothing merch for it. So maybe like posters, posters and prints are always really fun, especially with the number of artists that are going to be there. Who's like have really nice styles and like work that I appreciate. I'm also planning on getting some friends their birthday presents because they couldn't make it to Comic-Con this year, but I know that they would like some of the merch. 
so yeah i'm also definitely looking forward to like the prints and posters just because i'm a really big fan of art especially when you have like fan artists doing it and maybe doing it in a different style than the actual like show is drawn in because that always ends up being really cool i do like clothing items or like jewelry and accessories although i am picky with that just because i want it to a fit my style and b be something i can like I'll actually know I'll wear and use and not just like less blatantly and uh, fandom related, but still like if you know the fandom, you're going to recognize it type things. Yeah, that's similar to me where like I'm trying to find like I think my main merch that I want to get is comics, <laughs> I guess, like in particular, like Spider-Man, of course, Daredevil, maybe a lot of Marvel maybe some DC too. Yeah, like collector's editions and hopefully find some variant covers for the issues there. Also, maybe Funko Pops too. I'm really excited to see that. I know Funko has a really big thing at Comic-Con, but I don't know what 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 they're going to do. And would an autograph count as a merch? I'm not really sure. <laughs> so when I, I meet Oscar say. Isaac, he will write on that whatever I'm going to give. I think I'm giving him a, the, the run that's based on the show. So I'll ask him to sign that book and then have some have a good conversation with him. Uh, so... That is the end of our pre-show for Comic-Con. And thanks to all our listeners for listening to our expectations about the convention. And we're now going to attend Comic-Con and give you all our thoughts after the convention. All right, so welcome back, listeners. Shaylee is also joining us now for the after Comic-Con discussion. You want to say hi, Shaylee, <laughs> before we start? Yeah, hi everyone. I'm super excited for this episode. I myself did not go to Comic-Con, so really looking forward to hearing your experience. So what days did you all go? So me and Kat were there on Sunday. Yeah, I went Saturday. Could describe one word about your experience at Comic-Con? What would it be? I mean this in the nicest way possible, but hectic. We majorly underestimated how much time it would take to get places. And we both went to a morning and afternoon panel and realized, oh, we're going to have to be quick getting through like Artist Alley and the show floor. Um, Otherwise, we're going to miss things. But it worked out. I'd honestly, in again, the nicest way, like in a good way, but overwhelming. There was just so much. Like I've been in Javits Center before. Actually, that's where I got my COVID boosters or vaccines. I didn't realize quite how much space they had. Like the show floor alone, you probably could not fully get through if you were there all four days. Like there was just so much there alone. And then like getting up everything. Thank God they had escalators because that made it really clear where you needed to go to be getting up things. Yeah, I agree. Like there's so much to do at Comic-Con that it really surprises you that like it's already like a couple of hours already passed like if you were doing one thing and it's just like wait like I have so many other things to do like I can't like it's 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 a little overwhelming but that's not my word but um my word for comic-con this year is amazing honestly it's my favorite it's probably my best comic-con throughout this comic-con there was just so much that like I really enjoyed at this con um throughout the past few years that I've been there and honestly it's it felt like a once in a lifetime experience, even though I've been there, <laughs> even though it's like, it's been like a repetitive thing. It just feels like all the experiences that I had this year uh, at Comic-Con were like very unique. I've never been to Comic-Con, so I can't say this with any sort of certainty, but it feels like there's so much going on there that I'm sure like the more times that you go, the better you get at like having a plan of action. Yeah. So maybe that that's what made it so great this time. 
what panels did y'all see? Uh, like, how were they? And did you see any celebrities? As Kat mentioned, we both went to a panel in the morning and then the afternoon. The morning one, we did different panels. So I went to the Star Wars publishing panel, which was three of the Star Wars, like, normal authors and then three of their comic book authors. All of them announced, like, semi-new projects that are coming out. None of them were the ones doing this, but it also got announced there. Star Wars Visions is getting a manga. And they don't, they didn't say a lot about it, but the artwork looks so good. Yeah, I went to the DC Comics Gotham City panel um, in the morning, and um, it was great. They had several uh, different writers for a bunch of the different uh, books that are going on, including like the new Tim Drake Robin run, and I think one of the Harley Quinn runs. And they were telling us like new projects they were working on and like what we could expect. And they, there's a new uh, like Batman specific one that's like based off of the structure of an opera that I really want to read now. And then at the end of it, they gave us free comics, which was dope. Um, and I saw other people, I didn't do it because it was very crowded, but I saw other people like go up to the writers and like take pictures with them and get autographs. Um, I was kind of hoping I'd be able to do that um, at Artist Alley because I knew a lot of them had tables, uh, but that didn't work out schedule-wise. That's fine, though. Um, it was really cool. All of this stuff sounded really amazing. I think I'm going to get overly invested in DC Comics again. <laughs> in the afternoon, we both went to the Winchester screening panel. So obviously we did get to see Jensen Ackles, along with his wife, Danielle Ackles, and then the two main characters of the Winchesters. I'm blanking on their names, but it's the person playing Mary and the person playing John. First of all, it looks so good. Like, not to spoil anything. Actually, no, the first episode's aired at this point. Still not gonna spoil anything, but it gives very much so somewhat grown-up Scooby-Doo vibes in that they have a van, they have two characters who are clearly kind of getting into a relationship, and also John's ex-military so kind of gives semi-more straight edge vibes and then you have Carlos who is openly bi in the 70s and played by a non-binary actor which is super cool and then they did a Q&A after and you can tell they're really working on not accidentally like creating plot holes with the original show or rewriting rebooting anything my only complaint, though, is the panel, like, the volume of the show was so loud in that room. Like, I genuinely have been, like, nearly in front of speakers at concerts, and it wasn't as loud. Yeah, the volume was definitely kind of insane. Um, I agree that the pilot episode was really great. Um, I never really got into Supernatural, which is the series that this is a runoff from, and... Like I watched, I think maybe two and a half, three seasons of it. And it just didn't really interest me a whole lot. And it always escalated the stakes like an unbelievable amount. This one, Brianna's right. It does feel like Scooby-Doo, but like in a very good way. Uh, I feel like Scooby-Doo is always a compliment. The cast seems like really, really passionate about like making it work, especially with 15 seasons of canon from the original show, which is difficult to keep up with. And they're doing a good job of it. I think it's really interesting because Jensen Ackles is the one like narrating the show, which is like a fun tie-in. I don't know what to expect, but I think it'll be good. Yeah, no, it looks really good. I actually saw clips of the episode. 
I was trying to go to one. I was trying to go to the Marvel Comics panel, <laughs> but instead, uh, I met a couple of celebrities. The first celebrities I've met uh, were our TikTokers. Um, they're all really nice. It's like a short conversation, and everything, but um, they're really cool uh, people, and yeah, all super nice. And then later on in the day, I got to meet Oscar Isaac and autograph signing. And oh my gosh, it was, even though the line was like really long, obviously, um, but things didn't like start until the the time, like it started much later than the time that we were supposed to meet for the autograph signing. But in the end, it was worth it because uh, I got to talk to him first a, a bit and also he shook my hand. So I'm still starstruck by that. <laughs> and I'll probably never, never get over that. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a great experience overall. Yeah. That's so cool. I, I'm just such a big fan of Oscar Isaac. So that, that blows my mind. And I know Kat, you mentioned that they give you like free comics and stuff, but did you guys buy any merch at Comic-Con this year? I bought, <laughs> I bought a Mimikyu plushie, the Pokemon. <laughs> it's like over a foot tall. I adore it. I think it's wonderful. Um, and I also got prints of several anime characters that I like. Brianna almost got a sword. That was a close thing. So when you say a sword. <laughs> a sword. Um, obviously not like a legitimate weapon you could use to kill someone, but like a prop sword. And they were a mix of like, I'm pretty sure almost all, if not all of them, obviously I can't recognize every single fictional weapon, but most of them appeared to be based off of like various characters. Like there were a few that looked very much so like Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. And then there were some that were definitely from anime. Like we recognized Kirito's from Sword Art Online just because that's such like a distinct one. I'm pretty sure had I looked harder, I definitely would have found one for at least one of Zoro's from One Piece. Did not end up buying one. I think I'm going to if I go next year though, because they're awesome. I otherwise though, I bought a couple prints. I got three of these, like they're My Hero Academia characters on top of like, there's like a dictionary page and then they're like painted over. I got three. One of them is for me. The other two are going to be presents. And then I got this really fantastic artwork of Todoroki from My Hero Academia. And then also one of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, which that's the one that actually got me to go over to the booth and buy them because I just look up suddenly and make eye contact with Killian Murphy from like across the aisle in Artist Alley. And I was like, oh, um, I'm going to go to that store now and buy that because that's fantastic. Like it genuinely feels like he was staring at you through the painting. That's so awesome. The merch that I got, it was mainly comic books, but in particular, I, at Artist Alley, I got to meet a lot of like artists and writers that I've seen their comics of. So Honestly, it was like really fun to meet them and also like get their merch as well. So in particular, um, the writer, the artist for Daredevil, the current Daredevil run right now, uh, he was there and he was selling prints of like different designs that he's made. So, for example, I got a Spider-Man uh, poster that was drawn by him and he signed it as well. Such a great guy as well to love his work and in terms of comics like it was mainly marvel comics and everything like such as uh spider-man and a lot of like avengers stories and daredevil so and also i got a t-shirt from marvel too uh it's, it's a for spider-man 60th anniversary so it's a really cool shirt <laughs> all right so last question would you want to go back to comic-con in the near future yes 
I would very much like to go back to Comic-Con. If I am able to next year, I will buy tickets as quickly as possible. I would like to go more than one day next time. I feel like I'd be able to like get a fuller experience if I wasn't rushing. And I would like to like meet more people at Comic-Con. I didn't really like speak to very many people and I think it would be cool too and like interact with more cosplayers because I saw some really good ones and Brianna and I both got like individually stopped by people that liked our cosplays which was super flattering um, and they like wanted pictures with us or of us so I think I would like to go back. Yeah I definitely also would like to go back hopefully next year that really depends obviously on where I end up after graduation. Honestly though if I'm in Boston I'm still gonna try to make it. I like Kat said though would try to do either multiple days or at least like the Friday or Saturday just because Sunday was great. The only issue with it is it does end at five. Most of the stuff ends at 5 p.m., whereas the other three days it goes all the way until 10 p.m. So you do have an even more like rushed feeling of trying to get everything. My other thing is I would also bring painkillers. I got a migraine while we were at Comic-Con. Comic-Con has this room they call the quiet room, which honestly is a fantastic idea. It's like a room off to the side in one of the quieter sections. Also bring more snacks. I brought a few snacks. We definitely needed more. Yeah, I agree that like the quiet, the quiet room was like a great idea. I didn't go, but I was trying to look for it at one point. But I would definitely go back to Comic-Con in the near future. But I think this time I would also definitely try to go in more than one day because I feel like starting this year, I'm more updated like the comic storylines and like everything that's going on within like the comic side of like Marvel, for example. So like meeting all the artists and writers was an amazing experience, but I wanted to meet more writers throughout the day. But since there was only like a little bit of time, like in between like autograph signings, going to the show floor or pretty much anything in general at Comic-Con, like it was very, it felt like it was very compressed, but I think like having more than one day to go to Javits Center would have helped a lot because like you could kind of organize it more. I'm thinking like if I go back next year, I would have one day designated to getting autographs signed, going to panels and everything. And then the next day I would just spend that entire day just being at the show floor and buying things for myself and also my friends and family. I think next time I go, I'm also just going to like resign myself to being cold in line because I don't want to carry my jacket around again. <laughs> it was like just cold enough that I didn't really want to be outside in just my cosplay. Brianna was slightly better off because her cosplay includes pants. Mine doesn't. I was wearing a short skirt and I was cold. But then once we got inside, there are a lot of people. It's very warm. I didn't want to carry that. And I had it shoved at the bottom of my tote bag that became very, very full. Well, I've never been to Comic-Con, but it was really cool to hear your experience of it, all of you. And I think it's definitely something that I want to go to next year. So if it's in the same weekend next year, I'll just tell my mom to have her birthday on another day um because this is going to take precedence yeah Shayla, you should go next it's so much fun <laughs> literally it's so i will let my mom know <laughs> so that wraps up our conversation about the comic-con experience thank you for all of the listeners for listening to this episode 